Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. I wanted to do a tribute to Bob Knight, Bobby Knight, Robert Montgomery, born in Ohio, went to Ohio State, uh, played uh, basketball there for Fred Taylor on the national championship team, along with uh, Jerry Lucas and John Havlicek. They were the, they were the stars. But Larry Siegfried uh, also was a top draft choice, was a really good player, and Mel Noel was a really good player. I think Bobby Knight was the sixth man. He's obviously really smart. There's no question about that. The personality aspect, I always represent myself as a friendly introvert. I don't know that Bobby Knight was a friendly introvert. He may have been a little bit of an introvert, analytical, uh, but pretty volatile with a temper. Whether he's an extrovert or an introvert, he he wasn't always friendly. I think that's that's tricky. He was uh, he was respected and probably feared. That's one style of coaching that works for a while. It doesn't always work forever, but it does work for a while because he would have the attention of the people that went to his program. And so most of the guys go into his, especially in Indiana, where he could be recruiting. He was an Army before that, and it's hard to recruit for Army. West Point, you can find a good high school basketball player, but they, they there are certain requirements that West Point has, and so you can't really just find good players and plug them in. He was a really good game coach. I just think when I mean, he was, he had a command of the huddle when they were gathering. I think he had X's and O's, um, and, and a lot of people wanted to play for him. But he, if you got crossways with him, whether you were a player or administrator or anywhere, even in his own university, he got uh, sideways a lot of times. So he had some hobby uh, interactions. I remember him being at the Hawaii show, met him there. A little bit of a rough guy. I guess if you get the right topic or if you're warmly introduced with some interest in hunting and fishing or some other thing, that he just seemed to be uh, really focused. I've got a, a card of him on my wall. I think it's got a sweater swatch that I got at some point, maybe in Hawaii. I'm not sure about that. Probably. And I've, I've got some autographs of him. I wasn't scared to ask in person, but I just didn't ask in person. But he, he was a big, burly guy. And then toward the end of his coaching career, he was at Texas Tech and helped uh, rejuvenate their program, got them back on track, I think partly for being a really hard-nosed defensive team. So they've carried that through uh, since he's not there anymore. A lot of life is is the drama of like a three-act play. We're in the third act. There's the reconciliation. So I'm really happy. I really like to see reconciliation where he was, you know, kind of uh, on the outs, a lot of animosity with this long-time relationship with Indiana that the university and it ended badly and, and, and he, somebody was carrying a grudge uh, but the fact that it, there was a peace accord brokered I think by Mike Woodson one of his players and one of the a good pro player and a successful coach in his own right said I, I'm really happy for that because I just think somebody that's contributed that much to that university, I think, in terms of recognition. He just took them up a notch. Indiana's always been a great basketball state. So is Ohio, but Indiana, as much as any state, the hoops mania in Indiana. And so for him to bring them national titles and recruit great players and get them to play well together. The other thing that's a hobby insight for this, because I'll always like to try to have a sports card insight, is that when you look at a Bobby Knight coached player or a Dean Smith, kind of Kansas and North Carolina and Indiana. There are a few programs where the program seems to be bigger than the individual. And so when you're evaluating the college statistics of a player at a big-time program like that, you, you almost have to project that if they were in the pros, 
with a less restrictive coach. And, and Bobby Knight was pretty militaristic. He had a lot of structure there. And it was team first. Then you're going to be bridled a little bit in terms of your creativity. So that, I think that's part of Michael Jordan's. Michael, Michael Jordan could still have done stuff when he was in college. But I think Dean Smith you know, did, did not encourage that. It was four corners and team play and all that stuff. So, yeah, when you're looking at, at basketball players that go to a very unselfish uh, coached program like Indiana had, then uh, they're, 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 the pro potential may be underestimated. Same thing in football. I've said, if you get a quarterback that excelled in spite of a poor offensive line and poor receivers in college, then that, that may be the better pro quarterback. It's a little bit of the Kurt Warner effect. That, uh, if Kurt Warner could excel in the uh, arena league, all the quick decisions that had to be made and, and getting rid of the ball, he, as, long, as soon as they tailored the offense for him, he became a Hall of Famer, even though these other guys that are recruited by the major programs that have the superior offensive lines were in college and the superior receivers, they're always open and they always have time. And so, of course, they're going to complete 70 or 80% of their passes. Um, but do that when you've got, only got... Uh, two seconds to throw instead of four seconds and that'll shows you something let's see what other cards i think he only has a hundred and some cards if i check the beckett uh, opg which is a checklist and with some prices there too and the prices a lot of them aren't priced because there's very short printed uh, i don't think the cards with 25 or less cards are generally published in the opg database those hundred and some cards that he has more than half of them are autographed but his cards in the sets that he's in, they're almost all retrospective. One other point that comes up, because I'm starting to think about this, and that is that if there had been an Ohio State set put out in 1960 by a dry cleaners or by a car dealer, or you know, they didn't have NIL in those days, but something like that, would that not have been just a fabulous set to see a young Bobby Knight and a young Jerry Lucas and John Havlicek and, as I said, Larry Siegfried and Mel Noel? And then you'd have the University of Cincinnati set, which was just down the road from them, who beat them out the next couple of years, and were with uh, the Big O with Oscar Robertson. Some things like that. Jerry West is a college uh, senior, you know, who was in that same uh, era. All-time greats, yet we only look at their... FLIR, in most cases, rookie card or tops, and that's we have nothing else to look at. If we did, it'd be interesting to, to see what could happen there. So, yeah, I, I just say, never say never. Now, if somebody puts out an Ohio State set, what would it be? That would be a 65th anniversary set if they waited till 2025 and put out a Ohio State championship retrospective. That doesn't count. After the fact stuff, uh, I think will never be as esteemed as contemporaneous uh, card sets. The other sports card insight is if, if half the people hate you and half the people love you, you, you really can have a following in cards. Uh, if all the people, if nobody cares, obviously if 100% of the people love you or 90% love you and 10% are indifferent, that's still a recipe for big-time superstar. But if half the people passionately love you, like I said, I've got him on my wall. I don't, I've, I've, I've been around him a couple of times, and both times he's it's not aloof. He's just... In his, in his own world a little bit until he gets in his element and I think do I do that? Well I guess if you get in your own world you're in your own world if you're not in your own world and if you're in a, in a comfort zone with a bunch of people you want to spend time with and talk about then you lighten up so I'm sure he was like that again if somebody crosses me I'm not going to throw a chair at him or anything I'm just going to 
try to figure out another way to, to deal with it. But you can dig up lots of dirt on him as being a volatile, uh, angry person, and yet his uh, results are undeniable. And I really think he was trying to mold young players, uh, the college athletes that he had, into a better people. But at the same time, it's do as I say, not as I do for him, because his temper really got the best of him a number of times. And as we move into the present iPhone, better and better camera situation, anything you do in public can be videoed and can be shared and streamed and and break out and and blow up. So just don't do bad stuff. I I had a close friend I played basketball with that had coached with that just thought if you were his friend, uh, which this guy was, then you had a friend for life, that he was super loyal. And this guy was not going to say his name because he could know certain things, but he was a friend of mine too. And when he said Bobby Knight was a true friend, that meant something. On the other hand, he certainly wasn't a true friend to some of the people that he was Back in the day, the tough love and corporal punishment was not criminal. Kids could get spanked. When I was in the sixth grade, I got strapped, sassed the teacher, and I got sent to the principal's office and bent over, and they pulled out this giant razor strap and started pelting me. What are you going to do? You, know, you can't say, I quit. I'm not going to do that anymore. The bad thing is I went home and my parents So what happened to school today? And if I had told them nothing, I would have gotten an additional punishment because they apparently had called my, my mom and dad. And so my mom and dad now said, so now I got in trouble. I did this. Okay, you know, you get a further punishment because you told the truth. That was a good lesson for me. Tell the truth immediately. Don't start making excuses. Just, just own your mistakes. Um, so anyway, rest in peace, Bobby Knight. I don't know that peace is a word that was used, except that I think he had peace when he was out fishing. I saw him somewhere up in Colorado or Montana or someplace. I was on some kind of a, a getaway with a bunch of guys who were doing some kind of a thing. And he was coming back. He was at the airport coming back with all his fishing gear and stuff. I wasn't going fishing, but I was doing some other kind of thing. At any rate, when I, in, when I was young... Ohio State was one of my teams. I really don't remember watching Bobby Knight because I really was a, the bigger fan of Havlicek, who didn't live very far away from where we lived. And uh, and then Jerry Lucas, obviously, was an amazing guy as well. That's it. The man in the house of cards. The man in the house of cards. The man in the house of cards. Is doing all right.